Hello, and welcome back to Coffee's Chicks and Cash, the podcast. We're in the middle of our 30-day challenge of posting a podcast today through the month of November. And joining me again is Ashley McNeely because we want to talk about financial terms and concepts. And just to give everybody a reminder about the podcast, it's created for women who desire to take control of their financial future, expand their financial knowledge base, become confident and feel competent regarding money and all things financial. It is also designed to educate women about their relationship with money in a relaxed environment and build a community of women who support one another as they strive for financial success. So Ashley, what are we talking about today? Uh, so today we're going to talk about um, money market accounts, we're going to talk about CDs, and we're going to talk about, what's the last one you have? Cash accounts. Cash accounts. I thought it was cash, but mm-hmm. it's in the title. I should know that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So talk to us about money markets. So the beauty of this discussion is these are all very similar, okay. but they do have some differences. Okay. So a money market account is essentially a cash account. The goal of a money market account is not to move more than one cent up or down. It is meant to be neutral. Okay, so explain that out a little bit. Of course. So unlike a savings account or something, a money market account is actually, like we talked about last month, it's actually a uh, considered a mutual fund. Okay. And, but the way it is put together with all of the different pieces of the pie, they are very, very stable they are very very low risk and they are very very high rated uh businesses and so therefore a money market account is essentially a cash account in some type of mutual fund stock portfolio okay so that way let's say you have a portfolio you've got stocks you've got bonds you've got mutual funds but you want to keep a chunk quote unquote safe Mm -hmm. Let's say you were bookmarking this. You don't really care if it grows a lot, but you want it as part of your portfolio Mm -hmm. because you want maybe the same person or the same entity to manage all of it. One option is to put it in a money market account. And that way, if the stock market drops, it very rarely will move. Of course, if the stock market bottoms out, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. If stock market goes up, it probably will not move up. The stock market moves down, it probably won't move down. It earns very, 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 very little interest. So think of it as the next one we're going to talk about, a savings account. Okay. But it's in a portfolio. So it's okay. essentially a cat, it's essentially ca- the cash portion of a portfolio. Okay, perfect. So perfect. if you see someone's portfolio and you see they have cash, it's probably that. The other good part about it is it's liquid which means unlike a stock, a bond, or a mutual fund, you have to sell those and you're at the mercy of the market. Whatever the market says is the price for that stock, bond, or mutual fund, you have to take that day's price. But a money market account is cash. So if you have $1,000 in that account, you can cash out $1,000 and you don't have to wait for the market to close to know what your uh, final amount in that account is. So- some people have those in the in their accounts. It's just, it's a, a good strategy. Like I said, sometimes people want the same person to manage most of their money. Mm-hmm. So instead of keeping it in the bank, they just move it to a financial institution. Okay. So the next one we're going to talk about, I'm going to switch the order. We're going to talk about savings accounts because they're mm-hmm. very similar to money market accounts. Right. So savings account, obviously it's with your bank. Mm-hmm. Um, again, very, very safe. 
very, very liquid. And we all know you, you don't make a lot of money mm -mm. a savings account. The difference in a money market and a savings account. Savings account are FDIC insured, which means if the bank goes under, you have a guarantee for your money. Now, in the stock market, in a money market account, if you have a portfolio, there is a certain amount that uh, if a financial institution goes under that you are guaranteed to get back depending on the side of your portfolio. But if your portfolio exceeds $250,000 for a single, $500,000 for a couple, you're not guaranteed to get all of that back. So that's where there's the difference. A money market account is invested, a savings account is not. And anybody can open a savings account. Anybody can open a money market account, but you can go to your bank. You can go online and mm -hmm. open a savings account. Same thing, it's liquid. Right. Very, very liquid. So if you need money, if you're, you know, if your checking account looks a little low, you just click, click. Right. And so let's is. take that term liquid because a lot of people hear that and they're mm -hmm. kind of like, whatever. Liquidity just simply means how easy do you have access to the funds? So obviously these are accounts that are going to have easy access, that liquidity, they're liquid. That's what we're meaning by that term there. Alrighty. Absolutely. And then our final ones are CDs. So a CD actually stands for a certificate of deposit. It is at your bank. It is similar to a savings account, except it has a lifetime. So one of the catches with a CD is if you put your money in a CD, you have to leave it there, which is fine for some people. A mm -hmm. lot of people do it for kids. They put a chunk of money in a CD. It doesn't grow a lot. It has a fraction more growth than a savings account. Mm -hmm. But uh, like Danielle said, it's liquid after the time. Mm -hmm. So depending on your bank, depending on your financial institution, they usually have rules about how much you can take out and when you can take it out. There may be a penalty. There may be a fee. Mm -hmm. There may be something like that. So just because you hear safe, just because you hear that, there are caveats. So a CD can be anything from a year to a hundred years. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, a lot of people, that's how they pass on wealth, but it's not, it's not advisable for an emergency fund. Right. So let's talk real quick about these because there's also going to be some tax implications on these. Is mm -hmm. there not? So Absolutely. So um, with the uh, mutual fund and the uh, savings account, Money market, if, not a mutual or fund. Or money market, sorry. That was last episode. <laughs> okay. Um, but with the money market account and the savings account, you will be taxed on the growth. However, okay. they don't grow a lot. Right. So there's really not too much of a tax implication. Uh, the next episode, we'll dig a little bit more into withdrawals and how that could be a tax implication for mm -hmm. another part of life. Right. Uh, and same thing with CDs. Like I said, there could be a tax implication uh, depending on how you put your money in. Um, you can also put it in as qualified or non-qualified. See the episodes that we've already done about qualified yep. or non-qualified money. And those can have tax implications as well. So again, not a one size fits all, but these are options. These are things that people see mm -hmm. um, and they just don't know right. what it is. And so my biggest thing is make sure it's a good fit for you and do not get roped into something that was, is not a good fit. For example, the CD, right? It might not be a good fit for you if you're, you know, kind of just getting by, 
and yep. you might have to tap it. You don't, you know, you don't want to be in a pinch and have to pay a fee. Yep. And so I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback on this. So know what your money's for. What are you saving it for? Are you saving it for an emergency fund? Are you saving it just to meet um, a financial goal of saving for a house, saving for a car, saving for college, that type of thing. You're kind of trying to accumulate money for a specific reason. And I personally like to teach and educate that every penny should have it. Every penny of everything that you do should have a purpose. And sitting down and having a conversation with yourself, with your spouse, with a financial professional who's willing to sit down and um, have these conversations is worth it. And then understand what the tax piece might be to that and what that may look like. Um, so again, get to a financial professional, talk to a financial professional that you know, like, and trust, know what the money is for, and then have that conversation, do the research, talk with a financial professional, talk with the bank, talk with the credit union, talk to whomever of what those options are, what the purpose is for that accumulation and what that will look like for what you need it to do for you to have your money work for you. So Ashley, anything last to add on this one? Nope, that's perfect. Like Danielle said, just make sure it's the right fit for you and don't be afraid to ask questions. We, financial professionals, we don't buy it. We love to answer questions. And if you're working with a financial professional that doesn't like to answer questions, run, run. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, thank you so much for being on this thank episode you. again. And again, we're just going to keep pounding these out for the 30 days of November. Keep joining us each day for new insights, learning, and vocabulary. Thanks so much, guys.